Hello, everyone. Welcome back, and thank you for joining us on the Live Unreal with Glover U podcast, where every week, Jeff Glover and his coaches dive deep into questions that you are asking. They understand the challenges you are facing on a day-to-day basis and still work every day on the front lines of real estate with Jeff and his team closing over 1,000 homes per year. In today's episode, we're taking you through the 21 steps you need to win in this new housing market. Now, let's hear from Jeff. The 21 skills necessary to win in this next market. So you may remember at the summit, for those of you that were here, the summit of 2022, I guess it was January 2022, that's when we launched the five skills that every agent must have for this new market in the industry. And a lot of it had to do with the disruptors and also what was happening or what we anticipated was happening in the market. But those were the five new skills that we talked about. And so over the last year or so, I've been paying closer to attention to agents that are succeeding and winning right now. And of course, the things that we're doing to succeed and win right now. And I've made an entire list from start to finish, 21 to be exact, of every skill necessary to win. And when I say win, we all have a different definition of winning. I know some of you are winning at 35 to 45 or 55 transactions closed a year. I know some of you are winning at 75 to 85 to 100 transactions closing per year. And I know a lot of you also are winning at 100, 150, 200, 250, 500, 1,000, 2,000 plus transactions per year. Regardless of where you fall in that scale, I've put together a list of the 21 areas that we need to be paying close attention to. And if I'm a leader in this room, you could take these 21 things, collect your thoughts, maybe 15 to 30 minutes each, and put together a 30, 45 minute, 15, 20 minute session around each one of these. And that will now become your training platform for this new market. So hopefully you've turned to a clean sheet of paper. I'm gonna walk you through the 21 skills required to win in this new market. This is all of them from start to finish. Write this down, number one. This one probably won't surprise you. Managing your time. And next to that, I want you to write, own the morning and you'll win the day. Own the morning and win the day. Managing your time. When I go through these, I want you to rate yourself on a scale from one to 10 in each one of these areas. And I'll give you some examples of what a 10 would be versus what a one would be, let's just say. But starting with number one, I want you to think about your time each day. How do you spend it? Is your your schedule so consistent that actually it's boring? Because the more boring and mundane, the more closer you are to mastery. Is your schedule so regimented that you go to sleep at the same time, you wake up at the same time, you know exactly what time you're gonna be in the shower, you're brushing your teeth by, you're at the gym by. That's probably a 10, a nine or an eight, or a 10 on a scale from one to 10. Or are you always late? Or maybe you don't even know what time it is. Maybe you don't even know what time zone we're in, which by the way, we're in the Eastern time zone for our friend. In real estate, the, the, I've I've had the fortune of traveling around the country and doing the half-day sessions and the tours. We've probably done, gosh, probably over 500 now in the last couple years. And I've I've always known that there's been kind of the four major time zones, right? 
there's Eastern time, there's Central time, there's Mountain time, and of course there's specific time. One thing I've learned over the last several years of working with so many great agents is there's actually a fifth time zone. I don't know if you guys knew this in North America, and it's called realtor time. <laughs> and then I did some talks in Southern California, and I discovered a sixth time zone, and it's called Southern California realtor time zone, which is about an hour behind everybody else. So honestly, on a scale from one to 10, rate yourself. In the last market, we could kind of go through the day. We could kind of wake up when we wanted, drink our coffee when we wanted, make a couple calls, attend a webinar. We could kind of go through the motions. But honestly, scale from one to 10, how disciplined are you with your time? 10, you are absolutely, Jeff, I could get up here and te teach a session on it right now, or you could follow me around with a camera for the next week, and you would absolutely say, yes, that person is fanatical about their time. Scale from 1 to 10, go ahead and rate yourself. Some of you might want to cover up your page as you're doing that. <laughs> Number two, skill required for the new market. These are not to be messed with. These are not to be taken lightly. Number two, business planning and weekly mapping. Business planning and weekly mapping. Business planning and weekly mapping. In other words, how often, or first of all, how thorough is your business plan? We're going to talk business plan a little bit later uh, this afternoon. How, how strong is your business? How, how detailed is it? How often do you visit it? And more importantly than your annual business plan or your quarterly business plan, how are you mapping your week out? At what point in time... On the weekend, do you map out your week? Is it on Saturday mornings you map out your week? Is it on Sunday nights where you lay out your schedule for the week so you know exactly where you're going to be and when and what the goal is when you get there? Business planning and weekly mapping. Scale from 1 to 10. Rate yourself. 10, you can get up here and teach a class. And Jeff, I've got monthly business plans, weekly business plans, quarterly business plans, annual business plans, hourly business plans. That's a 10. Number three, under 21 most important skills for the new market. Number three, presentation skills. Presentation skills. And I'm not just talking about your listing presentation or your buyer consultation. I'm talking about your online presence, your social media, your photos that you're posting, the videos, the, the, the reels, the stories, your image, your appearance. What is your presentation to the public? Because you understand the difference between the consumer today and the consumer of 10 years ago is this. Their mind is made up when you get there. You just need to prove them right or prove them wrong. See, 10 years ago, you'd say, well, you know, we got to have a great first impression, so we got to send a pre-listing package, and we, we've got to do this, and we've got to do that. They're doing all their research. Your pre-listing package is what they find online. Your pre-listing package is what they find in your reviews on social media. Scale from one to 10. I'm not talking just your listing and buyer consultation. I'm talking about your presence, your aura. What does your social media and your online uh, 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 stuff that you put out there say about you? Would you list your home with you? Some of you might. Hopefully it's not a short sale in this next market. Number four. You guys will get that later at some point. Number four. 21 skills, prospecting and lead generation. Prospecting and lead generation. Rate yourself on a scale from one to 10 on how consistent you are, how disciplined you are, how often you show up to your prospecting appointment, because it is an appointment. 
Do you know what your contact per hour ratio is? Do you know that your contact per hour ratio is higher between 8 and 9 and 9 and 10? And Jeff, I know that if I start five minutes late, then I'll probably have two less contacts, which is going to impact the amount of appointments for the month. Prospecting and lead generation. Have you identified? Not just calls. I'm not just talking good old-fashioned phone calls. Are you taking advantage of text messaging? Are you utilizing direct messaging, private messaging through social media? What does your prospecting and lead generation look like? Scale from one to 10. Could you get up here and teach a class and say, you know what, I'm able to generate X amount of leads per week because I do A, B, C, D, E, and I do it week in and week out. Scale from one to 10, where do you rate? Number five, database and CRM management. Database and CRM management. Database and CRM management. Scale from one to 10. Jeff, I know exactly all of my contacts in my database. They're all labeled correctly. They're all set up on certain campaigns. I know who I'm calling and when. In fact, I have it in my schedule to go in and work my database 45 minutes every single day. And here's what I mean by work my database. Here's my database value proposition plan. Here's the client events that I put on for my database. When's the last time you did an audit of your database? meaning you actually took a look at everything you're doing that you think is adding value to your clients. There's a good chance somebody else is out there adding value as well. Who's adding more value? Who's adding better value? Here's how I know, here's how you know if you need a database audit. If in the last 12 months, you sent out a reminder to your database to set the clocks back, <laughs> it's probably time for an audit. The clocks set themselves back automatically and we get enough reminders as it is. We don't need to be sending reminders to add value. Number six, pre-qualifying sellers and buyers and pre-appointment routines. Pre-qualifying sellers and buyers and pre-appointment routines. Scale from one to 10. Jeff, I don't go on an appointment until I ask him a series of questions. I don't go on an appointment until I know that we've got our, 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 our package sent to them via email or in the FedEx, and I've got confirmation that they've received it. And oh, by the way, my pre-appointment routine inv involves me calling and confirming that they've received it and asking some additional questions. What is your pre-qualifying sellers and buyers and pre-appointment routine? Scale from one to 10, how do you rate there? Number seven. Lead follow-up and lead conversion. Lead follow-up and lead conversion. Remember, there's a difference between the two. Lead follow-up is the actions. Lead conversion is what you say or what you type or what you text. Lead follow-up is the methods, the actions. Lead conversion is actually your script, your, the dialogue that you use to prompt a response. Scale from one to 10. Jeff, there is not a lead that goes untouched, unturned. Every single person hears from me when I said I would follow up with them. Scale from one to 10, how do you rate? Or, I lose leads all the time. I put them on sticky notes, they end up in my car, and then I lose them, I don't know. Scale from one to 10, how you doing there? Number eight, your listing and buyer appointments. Your listing and buyer appointments. This is not including showing homes. The highest dollar value of your time is being on a listing appointment or a buyer consultation. How do you rate yourself? Scale from one to 10. Jeff, I've got a dialed in presentation. My materials are beautiful. Um, 
my, the script that I follow, it's start to finish. Every single time's like clockwork. It's the same style. I was at your retreat uh, in, in Traverse City and I saw your presentation on the stage. It's just like that. Scale from one to 10, how do you rate? Number nine, pricing property and articulating price. Pricing property and articulating price. These are all of the skills that are not just like maybes. These are requirements if you want to win in the next market. These are the things that your competition wish they knew more of. And these are the things, by the way, that we're going to be covering over the next three and a half days. So how do I get better at, at okay, Jeff, listen, I've been doing this a long time, uh, but I understand there's some value in being able to present price. That's correct. What techniques are you using to help sellers understand that this is the right price to list at and it didn't come from you, they chose it. Scale from one to 10, how good are you at getting the sellers to buy into the, the value of their home, to understand the value of their home? Scale from one to 10, how good are you at helping buyers understand the offer that they need to make and why they need to make it? And they're telling you, yes, we probably should do that because it'll increase our chances. There's an art in, in presenting price. So many of us agents have, have been taught through the years, well, you gotta know the market, you gotta know the market, you gotta know the market, yes, but we have to be able to present it in a way that they say, yeah, that makes sense. I like that. Pricing and articulating price. Number 10, seller communication and price reductions. Of the 21 skills required for the next market, seller communication, and price reductions. How strong are you at getting price reductions? What's your routine for talking to sellers? How often are you following up with your sellers once you take a listing that's overpriced? We used to have a thing for years, price reduction Fridays. We're bringing it back for 2023. Why price reduction Fridays? Because without question, Fridays are the best day to get a price reduction. It's the easiest day to get a price reduction. Think about it. Getting a price reduction for, for a, a seller when they have future showings, forget it. So make sure if you're going to be reaching out to them on Friday for a price reduction, make sure they don't have future showings because they're gonna wanna wait. But is it time to, re, to, to add price reduction Fridays to, to your schedule, to your routine? Pricing property, or I'm sorry, seller communication and price reductions, number 10. Number 11, new market objection handling. New market objection handling. Wednesday at some point in time as we do every now and again, we do a session right here on the stage called Stump the Chump. And you have an opportunity over the next three days to submit all of the objections that you're hearing today. Every seller objection, every buyer objection, every, everything that has maybe stumped you just a little bit. And you have an opportunity to write those down and turn them in. There will be a box by the coach's booth somewhere that says Stump the Chump Cards. And you can write your objection in. And on Wednesday, I'm going to pull up a chair right to the front of the stage. And I'm going to handle the objections one by one. I'm going to go through every single one that you submit and handle it right here on the stage. Why is that important? Why, why would we, why, first of all, why would we save that for last? We save it for last because we, we need to accumulate the objections. But why do we save it for towards the end? Because that's, we believe it's one of the most important biggest differences between the best and the rest in the new market. Because in the new market, sellers and buyers are saying things to you that they haven't said before. And people make a decision on who they're going to hire based on how you make them feel. 
Well, how do they feel when they tell you something that you don't have an answer to? How do they feel when they stump you on something? Or they can detect that you're getting a little bit nervous or maybe you're turning red and fidgeting a little bit because you haven't heard that one before. Wednesday afternoon, we're going to be covering every single objection you could encounter. That's number 11. Scale from 1 to 10. How do you rate yourself? Could you get up here and do the same thing? That's a 10. Or, hey, I need some work because buyers are, you know, starting to back out for weird reasons and they're telling me they want to wait. In. Sellers are saying they want to wait until spring, even though every single economic indicator out there is telling us that that is not smart. You understand, every single seller you're talking to right now should be getting the same message, and that is their home is worth more today than it will be in the spring. Back in August, I was predicting what was going to happen with the prices, and it all, it all took place, except it didn't show up in the market stats yet. Well, it didn't show up in the market stats yet because market stats are year over year. And we had such a good first half of 2022 that when things were actually coming down, no one knew. Because the stats still had plus signs in every category for home values. But we knew if you were on the ground taking listings and selling a lot of real estate, you knew based on the price reductions you had to get. You knew based on once that listing went pending and there were some inspection issues, now all of a sudden there's concessions involved. You knew prices were falling. You knew prices were coming down. The market data didn't show it yet because it it's almost always year over year, depending on your MLS. So because of that, there's new objections popping up. We're gonna handle those all. Number 12, closing and negotiating. Closing and negotiating. 21 skills for the new market. What are your closing skills like? Do you understand the moment you leave a listing appointment, your chance of getting that listing, if you didn't already get it, drops by 50%. Do you believe that? Do you buy into that? Do you accept that? And if you do, then what techniques are you using? What are you saying to convince them to sign with you versus still interviewing somebody else? Go ahead and turn in that objection. We'll handle that on Wednesday. Number 13, copywriting and storytelling. Copywriting and storytelling. After lunch, I'm going to unveil for the first time my recommended schedule for a 100 unit a year producer. And that's the schedule based on not only what's happening in the market, but also where things are in the industry today. Many of you have seen my schedule because it's always in the planner that we publish. And by the way, do you guys, do you guys use that planner regularly? Is that a good planner? Oh, yeah. Okay. So we'll keep producing it so long as you guys keep enjoying it. I know it's included for all of our one-on-one -on -one clients. But in the, in the front couple pages of the planner is my daily schedule. The same schedule that I followed for years. Now today it's changed a little bit because I'm doing a lot more of this. And I also have great help behind the scenes still helping me close the transactions that I close. But I recognize, and I, I have recognized it over the last couple years, which is why we've been saying from this stage, here's what you need to get better at. Writing good copy. Telling good stories. It's not just sharing Facebook posts. It's not just taking a photo and just putting it out there with a sentence or two. There's an art. There's a formula. We can teach you that. We are teaching you that. Number 14. Sales, language, and dialogues. Sales, language, and dialogues. Scale from one to 10. How do you rate? How, how good are you at knowing the scripts inside and out? Do you have an answer for every single thing they tell you? How smooth are you with your dialogue? How great are you at asking questions? 
Selling doesn't have to be cheesy or complicated. It's just asking questions in the right order. Scale from one to 10, how do you rate yourself? Number 15, social media and digital marketing. Social media and digital marketing, scale from one to 10. How do you rate yourself? This includes email marketing, by the way. This includes any sort of marketing you can do with Google, Google pay-per-click, geofencing, social media and digital marketing. How would you rate yourself? Scale from one to 10. Number 16, hosting events and open houses. Hosting events and open houses. I put those two in the same category because to some degree, hosting an open house is an event. We've got several agents in our coaching that are succeeding at a very high level with their open houses because they actually treat them as special events. They're not just brushing a little dust off the sign from the garage, the cobwebs on it, and taking it out an hour before the open house. There's an actual process and a procedure that they follow. Hosting events and open houses, client events, happy hours, bowling alley, movie theaters. What, what type of value are you adding to your database through client events? Scale from one to 10. By the way, I was like a zero on that one for years. I mean, I'd go to events and sit in the back of the room and listen to the speaker talk about, you know, or have a panel talk about all the stuff they do at their client events. And I think to myself, really? I won't even remember half my clients, let alone I don't want to see them again. That was the old me, all right? That was, the, that was the cold calling only, just get new business, just get new business. What I recognized is it's much more profitable and the business is much easier when it's coming from your database. Something someone told me a long time ago. Number 17, short and long form video. 21 ways to win in the next market, how do you do there? What does your short and long form video look like? Scale from one to 10, Jeff, what is the difference? All right, well you're probably a zero or a one. Short and long form video, scale from one to 10. Do you know exactly the format? Do you know to hold your phone this way and not this way? Do you know to record not more than 60 seconds for this platform and 90 seconds for that platform? And you do, know, do you know that doing a two and a half minute instructional with an opener and a thumbnail and following the copywriting and speaking formula? That's close to a 10. We'll teach you that. We've been teaching it for the last few years. Number 18, 21 ways or 21 skills. Number 18, customer experience and online reviews. Customer experience and online reviews. You wanna win in this next market? Every, do you guys wanna win in this next market? Say yes. Okay. This is a big one. They can find everything they want out about you before you get there. Their decision is already half made up. How much time are you spending on accumulating online reviews? You could even take it a step further. I tell agents all the time, what's your greatest source of business? Well, I work with a lot of first time buyers, awesome. If you like working with a lot of first-time buyers, they probably have some great things to say about you, right? Yeah, they do, great. Well, what would it look like if all of your reviews, your first-time buyers actually mentioned that they were first-time buyers when they met you and they were so lucky to have found you because everyone's doing their research ahead of time anyways. 
So now all of a sudden, the first-time buyer category that you're working with, they go on and do their research. Oh, we were first-time buyers, and we found Jeff. We were first-time buyers, and we found Jeff. We were first-time buyers, and we found Jeff. You like working for sale by owner? Sure, okay, great. What if every single for sale by owner who wrote an online review about you talked about how they tried selling by owner before they met you? And they were so lucky that they met you because they were accomplished A, B, and C. That will increase your conversion. Every single thing that we teach is to help you not just get more clients, but to convert the ones you're already talking to. Number 19, money management and profitability. Money management and profitability. Now this one often gets left behind, and you guys know why that is, right? Because they don't give trophies for profitability. They give trophies for units and volume and agent count. Not profitability. Money management profitability. Are you measuring, as your business grows, your margins? How much do you keep? How much do you pay? How much do you pay to the IRS for has Justin finally decided to pay them off? Good call, Justin, by the way. They catch up to you. How much are you setting aside? What does your money management profitability look like? I know this isn't talked about enough, and I'll tell you what, in this next market, this is where I'm concerned. Because I know we've got several people through the years that have followed our stuff or came to our events, and next thing you know, I'm hearing, oh, that person's behind on their coaching? How is that possible? How is it possible that that person can't afford to, to come here? Where did we go wrong? Why are we not asking tougher questions about their financials and their books? That's accountability. Money management profitability. Where do you rank? Scale from 1 to 10. Number 20, accountability and discipline. Accountability and discipline. Okay, I got all these 19 things, Jeff. Now, how accountable are you? How, how disciplined of a person are you? And by the way, it's okay if you have to hire someone to hold you accountable. That's why coaching exists today. That's part of the process. It's amazing what we'll do for someone else and for that check we write each month, but what we won't do for ourselves just because we made a decision to do it. Accountability and discipline. Scale from 1 to 10. Where do you rate? And then finally, the number 21 skill required. These aren't optional. These are... By the way, this is, this is if you want to sell 50, 75, 100 plus homes per year. These are not optional. It's not pick or choose. If you pick or choose, then you'll be selling 25 or 30, which for some of you is great based on your average sales price or what you might be selling now. But if you want to sell 50, 75, 100, it's all 21 of these. It's taking a look at this list and, and having a be honest, looking at your ratings and, and how, how you, wow, I got a lot of threes and fours. This isn't good. Number 21, mindset and emotional resilience. Mindset and emotional resilience. Mindset and emotional resilience. Man, I put that one at 21 because that's an area where we haven't had to worry about in this last market. I mean, we haven't had to have a strong mindset because things happened and things were good. We haven't had to have any resilience because watch. By, by the way, a real, estate, a real estate transaction is always emotional. We know that emotions are involved in a real estate transaction. But in the last market, 
the seller's emotions were, 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 were faded by the bottom line number that they were getting. So they didn't care to be emotional because they were looking at their bottom line number. In the last market, the buyers were very emotional. I cannot believe the seller countered with that, and how dare they? Do you want the house or not? We want the house. Okay, good. Let's move forward. No emotions we had to deal with there. Do you want it or don't you? Seller, do you want that number or don't you? Let's move forward or let's not. But in this next market, uh, I don't know. I don't like the way the, 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 the doorbell rang, you know, when we were inside. I, I want a different chime. That really bothers me. Do you think we could get like maybe 5000 off for that? <laughs> Seller says, no way. We're not doing that. Buyer says, how dare they? Emotions. We haven't had to deal with this. And that's one of the areas that I'm most concerned with for this industry. For those that were, by the way, show of hands, five years or less in the business, real high, real high, five years or less, get them up, get them up, get them up, five years or less in the business. Okay, I'm talking to you guys. If you haven't had to deal with those emotions, we need to have a real strong mindset check. And I'm going to share with you the ways you can do that. So do me a favor, draw a line before I get to this. I want you to take out your calculator and I just want you to total up. What did your number come out to? Scale from one to 10 on those 21 areas. Grade yourself right now. You might wanna cover up. How'd you do? I'll give you a second. By the way, if we're at 125 or below, we got some work to do. If you're at 125 or below, we got some work to do. If you're between 125 and say 150, we still have some work to do. We have some tweaking. And of course, if you're above 150, 160, then you're lying. <laughs> you got those totaled up? Troy, what's your number? Okay, Jessica, do you have your number? Um, negative, 10. negative 10, okay. Ralph, how'd you do? 127. 127. And by the way, how many transactions in 2022? 75. 75 transactions in 2022. But hold on, hold on. He scored a 127, which was right on the border when I said we have some serious work to do. By the way, 125 to 150, you can have some great breakthroughs there. And my advice to you is if you're in the 125 to 150 category, I want you to take your top one or two and double down on it and just take one weakness and go find someone that's excelling in that area that you can learn from. It might be a coach. It might be somebody in this room. If you're below 125, I want you to get some serious help. No, I'm kidding. We don't have to go there. If you're below 125, I want you to identify your top three strengths and your bottom three weaknesses. And on, on lunch or on the next break throughout the afternoon, I want you to ask people because you should be hanging out with people you don't know. You should be meeting agent-to-agent -agent referrals. I mean, you guys hear the panels all the time. Oh, we pay for this entire trip with all the referrals we get from the people we meet at your events, Jeff. I want you to work to find people that are succeeding in your top three 
I'm sorry, in your bottom three is their top three. We do this activity during SLS when we do this with brokerages around the country. And we have people raise their hand and share their top three and their bottom three. And then we connect them. We partner them up and say, okay, uh, uh, John's top three was social, or his number one was social media. Your weakest was social media. You guys need to get together. You should be doing the same thing on lunches and on breaks. So I want to touch a little bit further before we take our next break today on that last point, mindset and resilience. Again, if you were five years or less in the business, I'm going to ask you to erase much of what you were used to in your first four and a half or so years. For those of you who have been doing this six, seven, eight years or more, you know to some degree what it's like, what we're experiencing right now, and what we could be heading into. But the reality is, even if you take the next three and a half days and the content and the action plans and the sources of business to implement and the strategies that are going to be shared and the advice from the panels, if I had to pick one of the 21, that one is absolutely the most crucial. Because if you don't wake up every single day excited about the opportunity to sell more real estate than your competitors, you're going to get bulldozed. You're going to get ran over. Because this new market we're in is not for the faint of heart. There's an actual example of a team that happens to be near and dear to me. You guys know I'm a huge Detroit Lions fan. And thank you. By the way, they beat the Packers last night. How about that? Sorry, Green Bay. Well, if you follow the Detroit Lions at all, and I don't expect you to unless you're from Detroit, although I'll have a lot of people come up to me and say, oh, I'm a big Lions fan. And I'm like, huh? The losingest organization in like the history of the NFL? You're a big fan? Well, you know, the Barry Sanders Day. And that's what everyone always says, the Barry Sanders Day, the Barry Sanders Day. Anyways, I will tell you as a passionate fan, just like many of you are of your teams, I've been watching what has been taking place over the last several years with that team. And I see something different. I can, you can almost feel it. And it starts with that point right there. Now, I want to give you an example, and I've actually, um, I was at a recent game, the, most, the last home game, and they shared a 90-second video. And as I was watching it, and half the stadium was in tears because we could feel what's happening. As I was watching it, I was thinking to myself, that is a really good lesson on mindset and emotional resilience. Because for any of you that follow any sort of sports, or particularly the NFL in this particular case, there's only a handful of teams that have gone through as much negativity as the Detroit Lions. Maybe Cleveland Browns is the other one. Sorry, Cleveland fans. So I want to share with you an example of how mindset and emotional resilience can help you flip the script. Because what you're about to see is an example of flipping the, flipping, sorry, flipping the script, flipping the switch. Check it out. The 2022 Detroit Lions will. Um, that is the word, isn't it? Britt, that's what Dan Campbell's all about. Very impressive showing here in the opener by Detroit. Hit, this game is over. 
is up and it is no good. Missed it to the right. Your Lions needed a stop, couldn't get it. Picked up by the Patriots, going back the other way. As the Lions dropped their fifth consecutive game to fall to one and six on the season. I know this is difficult. We really believe in our process. We've got the right people in place to pull this off. It game over into the end zone number three on the day for Jamal and this team's beginning to feel some confidence this is the team of grit that we've been waiting to see from Dan Campbell the 2022 Detroit Lions will be the team that can and will wants to throw it to Sewell he caught it put it away boys put it away hey, it feels different right it feels different Touchdown, Detroit Lions! They've set a new standard for what should be expected from the Detroit Lions. It's not about what's happened in the past. It's about what's happening right here, right now. It was one of the reasons I want to be here, because I knew this could be a special place. When you get a winner here in Detroit, it'll be something special. Yes. Now, of of course, of course, as a diehard Lions fan, I get like chills watching that. But some of you are like, oh, come on, Jeff. Dude, can we get back to the content here? The reality is, is that they made a choice to ignore the past. And anyone that follows the, this team knows there's a little acronym called SOL. Now, you guys know what that means for most of us. But in Detroit, it means same old Lions. And this team actually made a decision to like crumble that up and throw it away. And that is the exact example of what we are about to embark on in this next market. I don't care what you've done in the past. I don't care the success that you had in the last market. Heck, I can't tell you how many people I interviewed to take this stage that we were considering for panelists. And I genuinely felt bad because I heard Jeff, I have to tell you, I didn't have as good of a year in 2022 as I did last year. We have to quickly erase what, what got us to where we were in that level because that's not going to get us to where we want to go moving forward. And when we come back from lunch, I'm going to dive into, I think I have 20-some ways to have a bulletproof mindset filled with emotional resilience because that's step one. From there, we can get into business plans and sources of business and lead generation and lead follow-up, and we're going to cover all of that over the next three and a half days. But we got to get it right right here and right here. We got this started, right? We got that, this started this morning. Now it's going to go here because it's not going to be easy to show up to work each and every day when you hear the news articles about what's happening in the market, what's happening with the industry, interest rates you know, fluctuating, sales still declining, and prices coming down. It's going to affect our mindset. We gotta have a strong one. That's the difference between the, the, the average and the champions. The champions actually work on their mindset. It's actually part of their, it's like working out in the gym. We're gonna make sure every single one of you in here is a champion as it relates to your, mark, uh, your mindset when we come back from lunch. Thank you for taking time to join Jeff and Justin today on the Live Unreal with Glover U podcast. Visit GloverU.com forward slash programs to learn more about how you can grow your real estate business and take more market share as the market shifts. Class starts February 13th and space is limited. Sign up at GloverU.com forward slash programs. If you enjoyed this episode, please subscribe. Search for Live Unreal with Glover U on iTunes, Podbean, or Spotify and subscribe today. 
Until next time.